Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This is an RNZ podcast. You're playing the game of life. Here's your player. Now start up and begin the journey of life. Oh, sweet. It's my turn. Now, university or... Oh, a chance card. Hello, player. By chance, you've been chosen as a player who was born in the wrong body. What? No, I don't, I don't want that. And while figuring everything out, you'll additionally have to navigate transitioning. Now, will you go down the path to transition or stay where you are? Oh, jeez. Transitioning. Let's just get this over with. I just want to play the game. Excellent. Now, would you like to change your name? Seems simple enough. Sure. Okay, get your documents at the ready. Uh... And you'll have to update all the systems with your details. Uh, the bank. Done! Oh, thank God. Oh, it's my turn again. A chance card. Oh, yes, come on, get me out of this. Hello, player. By chance, you've acquired a disability. <laughs> Kia ora, I'm Joseph Stockhausen, and this is Let's Be Transparent. This journey is so varied from family to family, and it can sometimes feel like a storm. So if this is a new road you've found yourself on, and you're doing your best under wet and windy conditions, or you're simply curious where it leads to, sit back, because you're in for a ride. It's still me, nothing's changed, just little parts of me are rearranged. I'm still here, so are you. We've got so much growing left to do This is more than just a kid and a parent Let's be transparent Kia ora, I'm Joseph Stockhausen And I'm Pauline And this is our last episode We're wrapping up the series where we started In the car So let's head out Window up Uh... And we're recording. Cool beans. We are recording. I've been loving some of the feedback we've been getting from, you know, like listeners online. Like even if they're, they're emailing in or they're contacting us on the Instagram page. Yeah. Like they've just been really lovely. Um, you know, people who are saying that like either this came at the right time for them. Yeah. Or um, that they've had a strained relationship with their parents for a while and that this was something so accessible to, to send them and um, and, and now and they're starting to And easy to listen to as well. A lot of people yeah. have said, you know, the way we've done it has made it really enjoyable and easy to consume. We've actually been getting questions as well. Questions from listeners. Um, you know, quite a few of them. And I don't know how we can answer them because a lot, 
so so many people's journeys are varied, like mm. very varied in transition that it feels weird being like the like oh yes, bring us your questions and we will answer <laughs> them. We well, do everything. Well, why don't we some of the questions? Why don't we ask our guests that we've had? You know, if they're ones that we can't answer, why don't we? Um, you know, go around and ask everyone who it's best suited to. I think yeah. that's the best thing. I think that is a good idea. Um, and coincidentally, I have the list of questions in front of me, so shall we just go through them? Okay. And what? So we'll just ring them from the car, eh? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh my god, that's so cool. <laughs> okay, so here's one question. My parents are conflicted with my coming out. One is supportive, but the other doesn't want anything to do with it, and it's putting a strain on our relationship. What can I do? Oh, I think we should ask Joe and Chris from episode four. Especially Chris. That would be a really good one for him. A question for Chris? Yeah, what do you think? I think so, because like as a parent, he kind of had those both sides. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think he can speak really well to that. Okay, let's give him a call. Hi Chris, hi Joe. Oh, and Jeff, she's there. Um, we have a listener with a question uh, who's listened to the podcast and wants a bit of advice for their situation. And we thought this would be a question that would be really good for you. Um, and that question is, my parents are conflicted with my coming out. One is supportive, but the other doesn't want anything to do with it. And it's putting a strain on our relationship. How can I help? Oh, hi Joe. Um, that's an interesting one because it was probably a month after that uh, Jet's transition that mum was staying and she couldn't come to terms with what transgender meant. With dad, it was more, he, he didn't really, he didn't get it. And it was at that point in time that we realised that they hadn't quite grasped um, the idea of transgender and what, what was doing it. So we, we... Joe, probably more so than me, did a lot of research around um, how to, or, you know, through conversations with her support groups and through other things, how to get the message across and how, how to educate them, I guess, in, in the space. And it just so happened that um, a few weeks after that, there was a, a thing on, oh, what was it on? Sunday, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so there was, there was a segment on Sunday um, about transgender and there was some parents talking about it who we said was like us and we we watched it and we thought this is going to be really valuable for my parents and once we shared that and they they watched that they started to understand it started to come around but it was really about making sure that they understood that this wasn't a decision that we'd made it was something that was driven by jet and it was it was them with them it was their understanding so it was bringing um bringing them into the mix so that so that they Oh, so they got it, I guess. So what you're saying is sometimes it's not a conversation that you can have to help them understand, but more like an independent resource, you know, like that Sunday TV story you were talking about or something else like this podcast, um, you know, but whatever it is, don't leave it to chance to see that, you know, don't let the chance that they'll find the information about transgender people and their journeys um, through their own research. Make sure that you're providing something for them. Is that right? 
Yeah, I, absolutely. I think um, when it came to, to my family um, and, and my parents, being able to um, send them that, that Sunday article, um, or that, it, it meant that they'd watch it, they'd hear people say, the same things that we're saying like that's the thing when we watched it we're like wow those could you know that couple on the screen could be us and then it, it gave it gave um what we said or what i said more meaning like at the end of the day i my parents i mean i i think they still look at me as as their child um and they're trying to still try like as parents as we do trying to protect me and by having that having that third party that that external um, person saying something that we're saying, it meant that you know we're not just making this up. You know, it made, I think it made it easier for my parents to digest. Hey Joe, how is Jet getting on at school? She started there, right? Um, she's been living her best life at home. Um, they just went back to school today. This morning was full of excitement, um, a bit of nerves. She was a bit scared at the gate, but she's, she came out beaming. She had the best, best day. Uh, she loves being with her friends. She loves like just learning how to read and just the simple things. She's just absolutely thriving. Um, and the whole school community has just been absolutely amazing with her. So it was a big fear for a long time of mine, her going to school, but it turns out it was pointless of me worrying about it. It's just the whole community there, everyone there loves her, treats her, just like any other girl, you'd never know. Um, and yeah, she's doing amazingly. Hey guys, thanks so much for helping out on the podcast. You know, you were such an awesome listen and you know, thanks again for the additional answer to that listener's question. That was really awesome. Nice talking to you, see ya. You know, that Sunday clip was really interesting. Have you seen it? No, but I looked it up just now. Let's have a look. Tonight on a Sunday special, we meet 18 year old Te Awarangi, known as Awa. She's a young woman from Wellington who's openly transgender, transitioning from male to female. My mum was the first person I told about how I felt, that I felt so out of place and I was scared she wasn't going to accept what I had to say, but she did and that's what helped me get through this and she's helped get my dad on board, my brothers on board. With that support from everyone, I feel like I can get through you know, whatever life throws at me. I think I should link this whole piece to the website. It's really good and obviously was super helpful for Joe and Chris with their parents. Yeah, I agree. Let's do that. Looking at some of the other questions I have here in my uh, bank of questions, uh, this one's good. As a parent, I'm scared of what our extended family and friends will think when my child comes out as trans. How do you deal with the negative reactions from family? I have the feeling that this would be a great question for Mary, you know, from episode one. Mm, yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. Because I think her experience, like, in the limelight um, and being trans would, would speak so well to this. And she, um, you know, came out in a very difficult time and she had a lot of, you know, it was a hard time for her, so I think she would be the best one to answer it. Kia ora Mary, you know, thanks for taking my call. We have this question from a listener here. As a parent, I'm scared of how our extended family and friends will react when my child comes out. 
How do you deal with negative feedback from Fano? You know what? I can totally feel the fear in this question. And, you know, obviously I haven't experienced this as a parent from a parent's perspective. I've absolutely been at the receiving end of negativity from Fano, um, both immediate and extended. My strong recommendation here, be honest, um, is, is, is not to only just love and support and accept the, your child, like as a parent without judgment, but really start to prepare them for the wider world. And in a sense, their interactions with wider whānau members um, is kind of preparation for that in my mind. You know, your child will need to be equipped with tools to deal with negative and judgmental reactions as they navigate the optics of the world, their world. Um, so I think most crucially, this is about establishing a strong sense of self-worth um, and maybe discuss the possibility of negative reactions in advance and why these may happen as in what's going on in their people's and other people's heads. So there's, you know, some rationale around the reactions. And I, and I guess finally that, you know, your child knows they will always have a safe space and support at home. So we all need to retreat sometimes. And if your child knows there's always a safe place at home to go when things get tough and the rubber hits the road, then um, that is worth so much. That's my answer to that question. Oh, thanks so much, Mary. I knew you were perfect for this question. Thank you for inviting me back to answer that. I hope it did. I hope it was all right. It's always awesome to talk to you, Mary. Thank you so much. My child has recently come out to me, but is still closeted to other family in the house, especially their brother. Can you suggest other ways we can affirm their gender until they're ready to come out fully? Uh, you know what? You spoke a lot of, about this with Ari. I reckon you should give him a call. From Rainbow Youth? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too, because... He was amazing in the second episode. He gave us a lot of really awesome um, like things to do in real life to, like, to support young yeah. people and parents. I think he would be really awesome. Let's yeah. give him a call. Okay. Hey Ari, it's Joe from Let's Be Transparent here. And Pauline. <sighs> I've got this question here. Uh, that's just my sister in the back, by the way, if you can hear her. But uh, that question is, my child has recently come out to me, but is still closeted within the house, especially their brother. Can you suggest other ways that we can affirm their gender until they're ready to come out fully? Wow, that's an awesome question. Um, and I guess like firstly, congratulations, cause that's huge. Like congratulations to this kid and the parent. Um, that's, a, that's a massive deal. And I imagine there was probably a bit of build up for the kid towards coming out to the parent. Um, and it shows that they, you know, have a lot of trust and feel really safe So with the parent. So that's really awesome. Um, I guess like I would say, Again, great question. Have you asked your child? Um, they might have some ideas. Uh, I think it's always great to 
to be led by your young person. You know, it's, it's their journey and they might already have some ideas around how they want to navigate it. Um, but if they don't know or don't have any ideas, there are like a few suggestions that I have um, that maybe the parent could suggest to the kid and see what they think. Um, so does your child have a new name and or pronoun that they would like you to use just like in confidence between you um, and also with anyone else that they might be out to? That can be like a really awesome way to affirm someone and it can be, you know, a bit of a challenge swapping between names and pronouns, but doing that or at least trying your best to do that can really show that you care and you respect their gender identity. Um, another suggestion I have is could you carve out like a regular time for you and your child to spend together and this time could be a, a time to, for, to explore their gender identity, to talk about their gender identity, to talk about how they might want their future to look like. But also, you know, if they don't have anything to talk about like that, you could just spend the time together um, doing something that you both enjoy. Or are there like gender affirming activities you could do together, whatever that means to your child. Could be going for a walk or um, I don't know, kicking a ball around or trying on makeup or looking at different clothes and styles online, um, watching some like positive media about trans people together. Um, yeah, there's, there's heaps of, heaps of different things that you could do, but I guess the most important thing is to just really be led by your child and to to ask them what's best for them. It's also complicated with how much should a parent say or not say when it comes to their kid coming out to wider family. Have you got any advice for parents for that? Yeah, I think there's so much to think about when it comes to coming out to wider family. Um, I guess you might want to consider what your family's knowledge of the trans community is to that point. Um, think about sometimes coming out can also involve a whole lot of catching someone up and educating them. Um, I guess it's important to talk about how, how you're going to keep your child safe in that conversation and what they want out of it. Do they want to be there? Do they want not to be there? What's the best possible outcome and what could possibly happen that wouldn't feel so good? And, you know, what if your family member doesn't respond exactly the way you hoped they would? Um, and how are we going to keep you safe in that moment if that happens? Like, do we just need to jump in the car and go home? Or do you want me to explain something more to this grandparent? Or, yeah, I guess I don't have a, st a straight up answer. It's, it's complicated, but... Um, oh, it's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of a bit of rolling, rolling with what happens and just always prioritizing the, the safety and, and needs of your child because they're the vulnerable person in this situation. Um, and um, sometimes, sometimes it might be helpful to do some of that educating your, you know, your parents or your brothers and sisters, your aunties and uncles for the parent away from the child so that they 
don't necessarily have to hear some responses that they might not like. But um, I think I think a big part of being trans and also supporting trans people is, is building resilience and, and building safety at home and making sure that that your young person has safe and comfortable places to retreat to and to be um, be affirmed um, when the world might not be exactly as affirming as you'd hope it would be yet but we're getting there we're working on it that's super helpful Ari thanks for coming back on and answering this question for us talk to you soon Thanks so much. Thanks for doing the project. It's so awesome. I literally send it to like almost everyone I meet doing my work. Um, it's such an awesome resource and I think the parents and young people who I've sent it to have found it really empowering and exciting. Yeah, you've been amazing Ari. Thanks so much for your work. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to me ramble. <laughs> Ari's actually just sent us through some links to what he was talking about, so I'll put those on the website as well for listeners. Oh, that's great. Here's another good one. My young team came out to us a while ago, so I looked online and saw these statistics for suicide and mental health problems that transgender people have. I don't want that for my kid. What if they become another statistic? Mm, that's, you know what, that's every parent's worry. That was certainly my, one of my stresses. Is the suicide and mental health Yeah, aspect. the mental health, yeah, absolutely. I think, I don't think you and I should answer that. No, no, I... I don't feel we're qualified out of, enough. We're out of our proof of that. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look. I think Lyndon from episode three would be fantastic at answering that question. So Lyndon was the counsellor in our third episode, Some Professional Advice, and he talked really well for, you know, the parents' broader understanding, um, as well as, like, how to support their mental health, like, their well-being, as well as their kids. That's right. Oh, sweet, it's ringing. Hi, Lyndon. It's Joseph Stockhausen here. I know you said I could call you if I had a question whenever, and I do, but it's not for me. It's actually a question from one of our listeners. My young team has come out to us a while ago, and I looked online and saw these statistics for suicide and mental health problems for trans and gender diverse people. I really don't want that for my kid. What if they become another statistic? Really good question, and um, I'm glad that you're that it's been asked because um, these are um, some of the challenges eh, that um, our young people um, are facing and knowing that you're aware of these challenges you're more likely to be equipped so um, yeah great question so the reality is in our country that suicide is definitely an issue um, and that we need to be a whole lot more aware of it most people that at some point in their life are going to have um, some thoughts um, um, about suicide and it might be something like um, oh, I just want to go to sleep and not wake up um, right through to um, I don't want to be here anymore um, I, I just want to die. Um, thing is though not everyone gets the opportunity to be able to, to talk about it and so this is where we want to be able to um, create a space um, to do that. 
If you're concerned, um, the best thing you can do is to ask them about it. Um, and it can be something along the lines of, hey, I've just noticed that over the last day or two, you've been really low. Um, um, are you thinking about suicide? This allows them to um, know that, um, that you're there, um, that they're not alone, um, that it's okay to talk about it, um, and the potential um, is reduced um, when you're able to have some kind of conversation um, around suicide. And of course it, it gives the opportunity to um, find us other solutions um, to the struggle. Look, they may say, um, yes, I have been thinking about it, and so um, just listen um, to what they've got to say. If, if they say no, then let them know that you are there um, if they um, want to talk about it. If they don't want to talk about it with you, um, encourage them to think about who it would be that they would com be comfortable to have that, that conversation with. Um, I guess too, when we think about struggles, in life when we feel resourced um, in ourselves or we've got external resources we are going to be more likely to find our way through um, those struggles when we're struggling and we don't feel resourced and this this can be a way for a lot of people and young people who are facing um, transition or thinking about their identity um, we're more likely then to go to a place of helplessness and despair. Um, and so we want to be that resource for them um, if we can. Hey Lyndon, what advice would you give to parents who are resistant to their child being transgender because they don't want them to go through all the pain and suffering? Good question. <laughs> give me a second to think about that. Okay, where, where I go with that is this Sometimes we can get um, over-invested in a, in a certain outcome. Yeah. And so when, when we are afraid of something happening and, and we don't want it to happen, then we can work really hard to try and uh, stop that or prevent that. You know, if, if your child has come to you and they are talking about their identity um, and transition, um, again, I would say, Rather than try and um, change that, sit down, have some conversations with them about that. If you're not too sure how to have those conversations, um, get in touch with some support groups like um, Outline, for example, um, and get some ideas of how to talk about it rather than um, trying to change it. Just a general question from me, why do parents always jump to the worst case scenario when it comes to their kids? <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, I, I think that's um, our, i uh, speak from experience here, our inbuilt survival strategy where we see a situation and um, we, we go to a place, that worst case scenario, so we can prepare for it. And to be fair, look, we as parents are invested in the welfare um, um, and the well-being um, of our children. So um, we're going to be protective and more often than not, um, we're probably going to overreact um, in some of those uh, situations. And so, yeah, I guess I would say to parents, be kind to yourself um, and yourselves in the parenting um, because um, yeah it's not an easy 
um, task or job at all. Um, and, and we don't always get it right. Um, but we do get it right. We do get it right a lot of the time. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Lyndon. That's really helpful. All right. Take care. Eh? Bye. You know, I have to say this podcast journey for me as a parent, um, I learned so much. Like, you would think I would be quite seasoned in the transgender journey, but I... Matured. Yeah, but I feel like um, I, was, I was learning along with everyone else. And, you know, all our guests were amazing, and they all brought different things to um, the podcast and all different aspects. And, you know, I loved... My favourite was Ari. Like, I wish I had an Ari when you first came out. Like, I just think he was awesome. And just the way he framed stuff up. And I just thought, oh, my gosh, you know. I made so many mistakes. And if I had an Ari in my camp, it would have been amazing. Everyone needs an Ari. Everyone <laughs> needs an Ari. And, um, you know... You know, I took a lot from, you know, obviously Chris and Joe. I've talked about that before. You know, Chris made me, Chris and Joe made me cry. I <laughs> a learned of, a lot. A lot Chris. of people. Yeah, I knew, yeah. And, um, you know, it's quite, it's been a powerful journey. And I think, I am so glad that we, um, we did it. I am so honoured that we were, uh, you were allowed into people's homes and were able to be trusted to share the story in a respectful way because um, you know people you know we were nobody we were mm. you know you know for a parent and a son to do a project together like this is kind of kind of cool and you know I'm gonna miss it because our first really working project together I think we did a good job Ugh. okay I moved my meeting, the groceries are coming, let's go home. It's goodbye for a while, so I hope that listening to this podcast, we were able to make the road to your loved ones or your own transition a little easier. So remember to stay open, because if this journey has taught us anything, it's how much easier this road of life is if we're all a little more transparent. Thank you for all the feedback we've received already. We hope for updates and more stories to come in. So if you haven't yet, let us know what you thought of the podcast so we can start thinking about how to best support you and Farno in the future. Also, if you've loved the show, give us a rating and a review over at Apple Podcasts. I want to give a big thanks to all our guests over the show, as well as those who returned for this episode. Mary Haddock Staniland, she, her... Lyndon Moore, he, him, Chris, he, him, and Joe, she, her, as well as Ari Jansen, he, him. If you have any more questions or just want more information about anything you've heard over the podcast, head to our website, transparentpodcast.nz, for more resources. The incredible soundtrack and theme song you've been loving each week was made and written by Maxwell Apps. This whole thing, while created and presented by me, Joseph Stockhausen, and my mum, Pauline Stockhausen, it was also produced and put together by the amazing team at Motuehe Group for Radio New Zealand. They really made this show the fun adventure flowing into your ears every week. The executive producer was the awesome Tim Watkin, 
And a final thanks to Radio New Zealand's Liz Garter for helping us get to where we wanted this podcast to go. So all the best for your ride home. See ya. This is more than just a kid and a parent. Let's be transparent. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.